0: Hello and welcome to The Movement Podcast Where we talk about movies, video games, music, and TV This week we're specializing in The Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 2 I've made it a thing where I'm just going to wear the Chewie outfit every time we do something Star Wars And I feel like that's just, it's just gotta happen So, anyway Today I'm joined by my good friend and co-host from the Twist My Arm Network. His name is Jesse.
1: How's everyone doing?
0: Well, I am good. I hope all the watchers out there are doing good as well. Yes, um, thank you for coming and hanging out again. I'm excited to talk more about Mandalorian.
1: Yeah, it's it's always a pleasure for me to be able to come talk Star Wars. You know, you know how. that yeah. is, so. I'm I'm sure I'm sure it is, especially for you. Yeah,
0: it's my but, favorite uh, thing.
1: It's it's one of my favorite things to talk about with you. Genuinely, even if Star Wars isn't one of my favorite things. <laughs>
0: okay, all right. That that makes sense. That's okay. Um. Yeah, we're we're uh, you know, doing this again. I think this is going to be a fun weekly segment where we talk about Mandalorian and the new episodes every week uh, last week was a little bit later this week we're doing it a little earlier hopefully we can continue to do it earlier um, but if you would like to join us you can uh, first of all like us on all of our social media outlets for news and updates of when we are going live and then you can also when you're watching us live you can call us at 508 twist and uh, talk to us the phone lines are open yes right wait uh, right there There it <laughs> it's, is it's hard to figure out wait, like
1: what's stage left and what's camera <laughs> yeah. right yeah yeah huh? exactly yeah
0: <laughs> but yeah you can always call us you can always comment too we'll read your comments and uh you guys can get involved as we discuss the mandalorian season two episode two the passenger
1: deftones, deftones. we should use yes. the deftones music here instead of the mandalorian theme song i think. <laughs>
0: I don't know which one would sue us faster, Disney or the Deftones.
1: <laughs> at this, at this point, are we sure that Disney doesn't actually own the Deftones? Like, it's possible that you know, they do.
0: That you're, that's phew, touche. Salesman touche. <laughs> um, this week's episode, directed by newcomer to the series Peyton Reed. That man did the Ant Man series and uh, various other. Disney films uh, it's written by Jon Favreau of course the music is by Ludwig Goranson and it guest stars Richard Iowade. he's originally from the IT crowd Dave
1: Filoni's in this Iwod I, I, I bought I, I have know. no idea how to say it but I, um, I did put in my notes I just finished watching it like maybe twenty thirty minutes ago I did put yes. in my notes I don't know that guy's name but it's definitely the guy from the IT crowd so yes that's there the only go. thing he's
0: really known from, too, is the IT crowd. So
1: I've seen a lot of clips of him on, um, like, British talk shows or uh, something similar to that, and he's very funny. Like, he's very good at uh, thinking on his feet. So I wonder what percentage of that got him the role, because it feels like you know people that can think on their feet work really well with John Favreau. That maybe he seeks those kinds of actors out. Just a thought. I would think so. I mean.
0: He it seems like it seems like they cast people that get along with the directors and their style. Well, they don't cast many people that don't get along with the directors, I'm sure. <laughs> Unless you're Christian Bale. I feel like he gets he gets cast a lot, but
1: uh that's a yikes. It, yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, D. Bradley Baker <laughs> is also in this show. Uh those hardcore fans know D. Bradley Baker as the voices of
1: the clones in the Clone Wars and numerous other things. Um did you, he's actually from Fort Collins, if I'm not mistaken. I believe I know he, he is. I'm pretty sure he's from Colorado for sure, but I think he's from Fort Collins in particular. Yeah, I believe he is from
0: Fort Collins. Um, Timothy He's Zahn. been in a lot of stuff. Is
1: it Timothy oh, really? Zahn? No, Steve's No. Steve
0: No, I'm trying to... It's one of the authors of the Star Wars books uh, lives in Colorado Springs, too. I, might oh, Timothy then, yeah, Zahn. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember, but, but yeah, a bunch of Star Wars people live out here. So the yeah, uh, very the original,
1: cool uh, Colorado connection. Yeah,
0: the original creator of the Death Star lives. Well, used to live in Boulder. He passed away, but he lived in Boulder. Hmm.
1: Yep, he drew the original Death Star. Whatever. It'd Be me. cool if he lived right next to the Molly Brown House. <laughs> <laughs> Watch that
0: episode, Twist My Arm, the Halloween special. That was a lot of fun.
1: Um, podcast.com
0: yes yes indeed so <laughs> what what's your uh what's your first initial thoughts of this episode
1: um my first initial thought of this episode is i liked the last episode better um absolutely but that's but that's not to say that i disliked this episode by any means um i, I the last one was just like I mean, it had Timothy Olyphant and it was, you know, my jump back into the universe moment. So I think I think it was missing a little bit of the excitement. Um, It felt there's a lot of stuff. Okay, I wrote down a lot of notes for this, Um, but let me start with, you know, probably the thing that you expect the least out of me, Josh, which is there are, again, some Star Trek episode overtones in this episode of The Mandalorian. There's a lot of. Um, do you prefer that we go in chronological order or does it not matter? We assume everybody has seen the episode.
0: Yes. There are major spoilers for this. Anytime we do an episode like this, there are going to be spoilers. Um, and we'll just, we'll just give that warning right now. Spoilers. If you haven't seen the episode, turn this off, watch the
1: episode, come back to this.
0: You have been warned. Go on.
1: Okay. (laughs) And if you're listening to this in the audio, then skip from here until you hear me say, Mark mark all right so (laughs) the thing about this was once he gets this you know very han solo deal going at the cantina to you know pick up this passenger and take them wherever it is he's taking them um we get this uh, this pile of exposition from the amy sedaris character where she goes yep she's the last living species of her planet uh those are her offspring in her jar if you know, and if you go to hyperspace, they'll get injured, so you can't do that. Here's your limitation, you know. Um, and to me, that's classic Star Trek episode setup where they're like, here's a very important cultural thing that you have to preserve, even though it kind of doesn't really make any sense or have any specifics. And here are some restrictions on how you have to get there because it sounds super simple. They'll be like, all you have to do is take this box to that planet. Except this list of fifteen things, so that's kind of what happened to to mando here uh so it felt very star trek uh, a lot of respect for that um lizard lady's culture um the difference there being that if this frog. was Star frog Trek frog I'm sorry that was really insensitive of me. <laughs> the thing about the frog lady is that if this was an episode of Star Trek, she'd have been really hot so. I think at least Star Trek has that going for it. That's You know, Star um, Wars is
0: really good about making ugly creatures. That's for sure.
1: Right. Only the humans can be attractive in Star Wars. Or, and or even the humanoids. Then, even the then, humanoids. it's iffy. Right, yeah. But they have like uh, the Twi like, whatever those chicks are called anyways (laughs) it it would be sexy um if you have ever seen adventure time i don't know your level of familiarity with that but there's an episode where princess bubblegum sends a character on a quest with this package full of tarts on his back and it's like the exact same case that the frog lady keeps her eggs in it's like this little case of a backpack with a clear window where you can see all the things inside of it and there's a little like health bar style meter on the side of it yeah she's like oh uh, this counter says i only have three babies i'm supposed to have eight babies it's like you literally just left your babies wherever you please oh, we'll, we'll like you in walked in oh you took God. your shoes off you threw the babies down and then you're like hey where's what's happening to my babies the the frog mother was very irresponsible part of the time and very super like over responsible part of the time it was just weird um but yeah it did yeah the first thing that i thought was really cool just more more
0: star trek over overtones then
1: yeah and and it was not quite as prevalent this episode it wasn't like the whole time i'm like all right here's a star trek episode like i was last time and that's okay not everything can be star trek um (laughs) but there was like some moments of it still you know like where i can tell they're still trying to take longer story beats like the mando spends most of this episode in one or two locations so they're taking it's their true. time they're giving you slower more contemplative story beats and like you know here's the hard work of being on your own you can't bring anything with you got to fix everything on your own all that stuff um right. i do really like i promise i'll let you talk in like one second no, but i did really like good. in the introduction they have mando just flying across the desert on the speeder bike Full on Witcher style, right? Like <laughs> I'm alone. I don't yeah. care. I'm cool. He's literally got Boba Hat strapped to his side like it's a trophy, and he's just <laughs> like, "This is, you know, this is my my jam. I'm gonna cruise through here, no big deal." And then of course he gets clotheslined. Like, what is he freaking Wily e. Coyote? But. <laughs> Anyways, the man. intro scene was very cool, and it felt very like Witcher, you know, like one sure. lone guy against the world, and he's yeah, it, and and just to reiterate, Tatooine sucks the worst. Oh, man.
0: Tatooine is absolutely the worst planet <laughs> oh in Star God. Wars. I can't even like get over that. No, I, I, I would yeah. I, I guess I didn't really see the the Star Trek undertones but that's (laughs) because I'm not as well versed as you are in that you're not looking for it I'm I'm
1: like watching it like where is it
0: (laughs) yeah you're right and I'm looking for more of the like callbacks
1: and and cool things like that that we'll definitely have to discuss um I'm glad you brought up that opening scene though yeah I was gonna say what what overall though was your feeling on it I know you really liked the first episode as well what would you say about this one oh yeah I love the first episode this is
0: a filler this is a total filler yeah. episode to me. Um, yeah. It was just kind of like, "Hey, let's do some cool shit. Let's introduce some some cool new you, wolves, like characters and uh, creatures." Do you know anything about
1: the um, the production schedule of this? Like, was this production interrupted by COVID? Because it felt very like some of it was shot, and then some of it was like, uh, "Okay, put him on a studio by himself, and we'll just we'll." put puppets in there and i don't know have him fix the ship or something right like it felt like it was like how do from we what I give know, it a I, reason to have it just be him
0: from what i know it was i don't think it was stopped by COVID or anything um they might have had a little break but i think <laughs> they were mostly done with it uh with filming so t- at least before it
1: just happened to be kind of timely that he would spend some time in isolation this like- is such a this is such a day for <laughs> thing
0: to do like if you've ever watched any seasons of the clone wars like this is what he does he opens up with it could be it could be one episode it could be a trilogy it could be two episodes but they're fantastic and they're just gotcha. epic and the stories are really cool and then the episode after that story is just like it's about some random droids that you've never seen before on a starship like just some bullshit uh, filler, you know
1: what I mean? Like, but it's like it's like pure palate cleanser, but it's also like very, um, uh, like peripheral uh, world building, right? Like, yeah, it's you don't, yeah. you don't need this story, but here's some details, I guess. Like, hey, guess what? Guys in X wings are just fat cops in space. Even <laughs> yeah. in Star Wars, the cops are fat. Like, yeah, I just you know the. I watched it twice today, two and
0: a half times. I got I got there another <laughs> half time. But
1: You were gonna watch it again, but then I was like, okay, I'm ready to make a podcast about <laughs> it. And you're like,
0: fine. <laughs> no, I you know, I just we did that other movement episode earlier, or part of the episode earlier today, and there's just Oh, right, right. I've been busy, so I, I couldn't I couldn't do it the third time. But
1: Long days rocking. <laughs> it
0: was just to me it was just such a filler episode of you know, this is we're gonna fondle the hardcore fans a little bit with some of the references and creatures and just like cameos and stuff so um, do you,
1: so are you upset about filler episode or no 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 like, i, I love yeah, it it was episodes.
0: still a great episode i still give it a i think it was a seven out of ten is what i rated it yeah seven out of ten but he,
1: but but like we talked about last time man like there's eight episodes in a season right yeah yeah sort of to have an episode that's arguably entirely filler is potentially like I don't want to say it's a waste of time cuz it's still a good episode it's just like dude <laughs> like we know that? he can fix stuff we know that he can you know fight off spiders like I I still liked the episode and I don't want to give out the impression that I didn't it's just that well, and, compared to the last it, episode and considering where it stands in a full season arc of eight episodes, it was kind of like, there's no sense of urgency here. <laughs> right. And, you know, in my
0: uh, rating, I, we'll just skip all the way to the bottom of my notes, but in my rating, it was <laughs> 7 out of 10 with because of no plot movement. Um, but in parentheses, I put that we noticed. Uh, the rating right. could change later if this episode somehow has bigger implications but I, oh, I okay. just, I don't... That makes sense. I don't think it would. I mean, you,
1: you never know. Like, right. maybe... Well, uh, hopefully you never know. <laughs> if you can call it, like, three episodes out, that's probably not a good sign.
0: Yeah, I mean, there, there could be something to do with those X-Wing pilots, you know? I mean, there's... There can could I, be while something. We're on
1: the, while we're on the subject of the X-Wing pilots, um, do... Is it every spaceship in Star Wars that has like canyon finding mode for a planet <laughs> surface, like, <laughs> or any spherical surface, like? Will they go into the beep? beep, beep, beep. Like what? Well, it's Fucking... they're fl- okay. So they're flying through the sky. Gorgeous, gorgeous scene. By the way, the effects on that were like, oh, oh yeah, it was phenomenal. it was like a, it's like a high speed chase at sunset through space Malibu. It was beautiful. Yeah. Um, but then he's like, you know what? This chase could use <laughs> a canyon. <laughs> I, it's been like episodes since I've flown through a canyon at high speed with almost no clearance. Let's do it. Like, um, And I would also like to point out, I'm pretty sure Mando does not fly with inverted controls. Because when he went to drop the ship, he, he like put his hand on the thing and went <laughs> and pulled it down. And then the
0: whole mm. ship dropped. So Mando doesn't
1: use inversion. So Well,
0: I wonder I wonder if that was him stopping the engines, hitting a failsafe on the engines so they just dropped. He's just like mm, maybe. And then cuz I'm pretty sure that he does the
1: like go forward thing. But I felt like he was no, they maybe were falling not. like like uh face up backwards, right? And I feel yeah. like he still had I feel like he still had maneuvering thrusters on I mean, his inertial dampers were clearly not engaged, but it—it um, <laughs> it, it was just one of those things where it's like, okay, Star Wars is giving itself a reason to have a canyon chase. Like, I'm fine with it. It's just like that thing I mentioned in the last episode where it's like they will also at at whatever point they can uh, find a way to give everybody a lightsaber, even if it's you know not called a lightsaber. They're like, right. well, what if they're just axes with force fields? <laughs> so <laughs> it it was just one of those things that I was like yeah but it's not actually a bad thing it, I was just I'm a picky yeah. dick about it
0: <laughs> and the and you know some that's some of the reason why I gave it a seven out of ten because they're just this was a great fun episode again but there wasn't a lot of plot development aside from maybe the very beginning of the episode because um, I mean again that we briefly touched on the it was a great scene like it was super suspenseful um the way like like you said it's like a witcher style where he's like just cruising through the desert in his yep on, on his speeder and and like baby Yoda's chilling there like i mean he <laughs> he just got he got he got a little trolled by these bounty hunters they <laughs> they got the best he of him for like slime. a brief second like
1: but they because- did, So that's the other thing that I thought was very Witcher, right? Like, there's always he has that fight um, in Blaviken where you're like, oh, that's a lot of people that he's gonna have to fight, and then for a second they're like, oh man, maybe they've got him, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna kill all of you. Kill, 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 kill. I'll kill you too like so it it just had that very the, the same sense of the witcher to me but i'm glad because it was really well done yeah, uh I, here's the I one liked, thing though like i liked his how does that well how did that uh, bounty hunter the very short bounty hunter ask for the jet pack instead of like like he looks directly at boba hat and then asks for the jet pack so like what is the is that mandalorian helmet not valuable like, does he not know it's not that it's made of beskar, or uh, I,
0: uh, maybe he just maybe he saw the jetpack that was attached to to the Boba Fett armor
1: and was like, "Give me your oh, jetpack instead." He, you know, jet pack I see what it. you're saying. He, so he looks at the helmet and goes, "Oh, that guy had a jetpack. I got yeah, okay, yeah." That could work. That could. That's a. That's a good. That's a good he, explanation that I find satisfactory.
0: Uh, I think I think that scene was a lot of was I don't know again these guys are just trolling us sorry it's been a long day I'm a little tired I keep rubbing my eyes but (laughs) but I feel like these guys are just trolling us with this like they keep making making you think someone's gonna pop out you know because right. there's been so many rumors of ahsoka and boba fett and sabine and just all these different rumors of things and like Ahsoka's
1: not even rumored though right she's been cast and confirmed. she's
0: oh she's confirmed for sure boba fett is the real rumor because you know tamora morrison could play any of those clones any one of those clones. Right. but yeah. like i said in the podcast earlier today i am sorry i'm pretty sure that is boba fett i apologized go back and listen to it if you want i'm I don't want to talk about it anymore.
1: Um, Josh, so you it, shouldn't apologize for being uh, wrong about a thing. Uh, uh, you should be willing to learn new information and change your mind. That's not, well, it's not it's a not that I, weakness. It's
0: not that I learn new information because I read those books and I tote those books all <laughs> the time. And for me to just blatantly disregard those books, I need to apologize for <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> because gotcha. I just kind of, you know, anyway. Um, no, you're good. I, you're good. I kept thinking I like- that. I kept thinking that that Boba Fett was just going to pop out, that you know Morrison was going to shoot one of those bounty hunters, and then and then and then you remember that Mando is a badass on his own, and he can take care <laughs> of himself because right. he does, and he does it well. Um,
1: and he's that's the thing he usually is doing. Like the kid, the, having the kid with him is still new. He's used to just going, all right, screw this, I'm out yeah. of the situation.
0: Yeah. Like, cause I, I immediately was like, oh, use your whistling birds or whatever, use your little missile <laughs> missiles, but then you realize that those things are heat seeking, so it would hit the child as well, so he wouldn't oh. be able to use those on the bounty hunters, cause it would just go after
1: everyone. That's you know, because oh, the, the last episode, time he used them, the child booped <laughs> himself the hatch. Into the, yeah, yeah, gotcha. So yeah, you, that's a good observation. I didn't notice that, cause that was my thing. I'm like, every time he gets into a fight, I'm like, why is he not using the automatic? thing because in like, a video game that's how you do it right because
0: in a video right, spam. game you
1: use that shit until it's gone <laughs> anyway it yeah like it's gonna have a cooldown, right but as soon as that cool like you're hitting the button a couple seconds before the cooldown just <laughs> yeah. like yeah
0: like oh shit two more seconds damn it
1: birds 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 god
0: damn it yeah exactly so but but that's that was my uh thought there was it he just couldn't use it because of Yoda or the child I'm trying really hard to not use baby Yoda but it's hard the child the baby yeah Uh, one thing they do though in this episode is really really upset me with the child being in distress like him him being in distress like when when they do the clothesline thing on the speeder and he like flies out of the bag and you see him rolling in the dirt Um, I was really fucking upset (laughs)
1: Life, not me. I sort of assume that he, like, just because of the stuff that we've seen him deal with, uh, the child. I feel like every time that that happens, we're just meant to sort of assume, like, oh, he cushioned his fall with the forest, don't worry about it, he's all right. Because, like, he's like I doing don't see like that 15 at all. rolls, but he's doing I, like I... 15 rolls and it's all dusty, and then he's like stands up and looks at the camera, and they're like, <laughs> oh, okay, he's fine, like, and and nothing's like. The worst case scenario, like, let's say Mando can't kill everybody, then the child just has, like, a meltdown and, you know, crinkles everybody's helmets and then they all die. <laughs> like, yeah, and that's that's see, what I'm wondering, too. Him, like,
0: like, what happens if... have seen him
1: defend himself.
0: Yeah, w- what happens if... I And I, I feel like he's defending himself on accident with the Force. Like, I feel like he does that stuff because he, he kind of has an idea that he can use it, but not necessarily. He, he doesn't
1: lear- know how to use no, it he, yet. No, he... Right, he can't control it, but he knows um, that it's there. Like, he knows that it's an option. Because he, he, like, figured that out in season one. He ha- did that yeah, thing where he was like...
0: When he choked Kara, can... yeah, Kara, yeah,
1: Dune. Yeah, yeah So he, he knew so he could he's, do something there. Right, he's not, <clears throat> he's not like the, you know, the character that's so powerful they can't even control themselves. He's yeah. just, he doesn't have the direction of it down yet well he's still maybe a baby. It's, you know what it probably is he's, he's is still that baby <laughs> well and he's probably not eating enough frog eggs
0: oh my like, god let's let's hang on a second i we'll, <laughs> we'll get we'll get to jesus
1: that was wow like isn't um, that so the morality play right like now you're like now, now i don't know if i love baby yoda <laughs>
0: yeah well i mean and he he all he cares about is eating dude like the first part of that episode when they they get to the uh what's her name's crib um yeah and they're they're cooking the the dragon meat with a pod racer engine by the way which is really cool also that was a callback while we're here that that whole area was a callback to galaxy's edge at disneyland because there's a place in disneyland that you can see um God, what is her freaking name? I always forget her name. Amy Sedaris. I don't know the character's name. Pelly. 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 Pelly something. Anyway, but but she's at. Yeah. But that's a. It's a Galaxy's Edge. So. Anyway, all Baby Yoda it, cares about. Ah, oh, the child. All the child cares about is. Eating. Eating. That's that seems like all he wants to do. Like they're well, cooking that meat, and he's right there. He's
1: like just staring <laughs> at it, drooling, <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. he. so if, uh, i think we talked about in the last episode too like the quest i've been quested which again nobody says but <laughs> it's stuck with this like rpg feel like very heavy rpg quests playing oh, feel yeah. and, and then so it... as soon as she's like give me some of that dragon meat i was like oh yep and then after this you have to go save the jarl's sheep and bring it back <laughs> and then you get to be the I don't even remember what the, the the Thane of the yes lost he is. Pel Pelgo.
0: You're so right that he's just... This <laughs> is his He's been quested by the armorer at the beginning. He's, where the armorer yeah. said, here, take this armor. It's dangerous to go alone. And
1: <laughs> now... You know what I just realized? <laughs> the guy that asked for his jetpack was not asking for the jetpack. He was trying to say, dude turn around there's a sign on your back that says quest me that's the only reason the only plausible explanation for why every single person that he meets is like would you like to go on a quest <laughs> he's like i'm already on a quest to get my child back to the swamp probably i mean yoda but, looked I, on Dagobah. Could,
0: but I guess i'll get some Wait a new minute. armor that i'm never going to use it's just going to sit this in my movie, inventory
1: <laughs> this movie is just shrek or this series is just shrek it's a guy on his quest to get his swamp back so that he can live in peace or hey, it's you know? associated with a swamp anyways that's, yeah it, that's it, good it call. was funny you know just like that he happens to we were thinking oh rpgs and quests and they're like bring the dragon meat that's just it was it fit perfectly yep
0: and that that seems like a that seems like such a an rpg thing too where you you start out with this quest and you you learn the controls by flying through a, a the space flying through space and then talking to to Pelli and then and then driving a speeder across the sand and and like talking to Tuskins and then having a standoff with what you think is Boba Fett and then right and, and then you, you get a dialogue
1: option she's like take my frog friend to the sauna yeah. planet <laughs> yeah and you're you like side quest up, option side quest. option one say yes. Option two, ask why. Option three, kill, kill, kill Pelly and leave. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh yeah. man, and you're you're so right because he, you know, when he walks into the bar at first, which was kind of cool. I thought it was a, I thought that was a very poetic scene of him walking through the desert with Boba Fett's helmet. Mm. Like I earned this shit, you know. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Boba I hat, don't know, Josh. Boba Hack. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he gets when he gets back into the bar, you know, it's it's like in a in an RPG game where you get back to to Pelimoto. There's the name yep. right there in my notes,
1: Pelimoto. Find find the inn in the town, go in and turn in your quest, a new quest giver will pop up. Yeah, but before um, the
0: but before the new quest,
1: there's an automatic side quest.
0: That side quest is <laughs> do you donate five hundred dollars to Doctor Mandible? To, for his bet, for information, yeah. or do you so here's your
1: $500? <laughs> here's the thing, is like, they're, they're so unintentionally, I'm sure it's unintentional, but there's another parallel to the Witcher, right? He goes in and he's like, I, my quest is done, and she's like, now we're playing Gwent. You have to wait for us to finish playing Gwent, and then you can turn in your quest.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, you know. Oh my goodness. But but hey, you know. Did you see
1: there was a? It looked like there was a. um, I'm gonna call him a '70s Wookiee At the bar, he was like a Wookiee, but his his fur was like feathered. Like he wasn't. He wasn't a mat. He was like this beautiful like. Straightened Wookie, I guess. <laughs> like okay,
0: maybe I didn't think, maybe I didn't notice it was a Wookie because it, it. It may not so have been a Wookie. It, it was trendy. like
1: it was it was to borrow the parlance. It was some other walking carpet, but I just thought it was funny that they're like they can't help but have one of those in a bar scene. And they're like, make it really close. Just don't make the same scene. But yeah, I guess I know. guess I'll have to you know watch it again. <laughs> yeah, I I mean I know that you really don't want to. But it it may be who view. It
0: it may it may. Um, I did want to uh, point out, Doctor Mandible is a repeat repeat creature. He was in the bar last time. He was just oh, really? in the corner. Yeah, okay, I believe actually. Hang on. Okay, Let me, uh, in this video, just wait, wait one second. Watch the screen. Watch the screen. Watch the screen. Uh, you see that? You see the ant in there? That's Doctor Mandible.
1: Yeah, I saw. <laughs> so, it. In the, I and saw this it.
0: picture is from from season one. So. Okay so so he's a that's actually creature.
1: that character's name.
0: Yeah, Dr. Mandible. I was hoping it would be with a T and not a D and it would be Dr. Mandible. <laughs> I'm just I I know this just further <laughs> I know this just um, furthers your whole thing about um,
1: the names when you write a Star Wars name, just throw it away and write two more. but yeah she, did, like, do you watch thing, this?
0: Do you watch this in with captions by the way? No, I usually watch it with headphones. Um, okay, so let me just point out that with captions, when the frog creature speaks, it says speaking frog. <laughs> Great. There's no That's language. Helpful. It's right. just well,
1: speaking frog. Obviously. <laughs> Dude, okay, here's like, okay, let's focus on the, the first dumb thing and then yes, I'll go please. to the second sorry, dumb I'm thing. Sorry. The first dumb thing is like, if if I'm sorry, is her name Pelly? Peli, yeah, Pelimoto. Peli Motel. Okay. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so if if Quasimodo is sitting at the table with an ant alien, right? Okay. And he's like, like, let's say he's like some kind of crazy alien surgeon, but his name is like Doctor Kurt, <laughs> <laughs> like something you could say if you're an ant, right? Okay. So she's sitting across the table from this guy, and she's very rough around the edges they're at a saloon she goes dr mandible here will will tell you if you buy my next round so that to me perfect super believable that character would come up with a snarky nickname to give the person that she's playing cards with she would be like pick something out that's very obvious you know like if it was chewbacca she'd say oh dr dog face here will you know like you know what i mean like it makes sense yeah. as a as a rip from her but yeah. for that to actually be the character's name is just really stupid um <laughs> the second really stupid thing oh man i forgot frog. what the second really stupid thing was josh oh speaking frog how many freaking languages in this universe <laughs> are guttural yells like because <laughs> most of them. them right so you got most you got them. chewbacca you've got yeah. um tuscan raiders uh, yeah you've got the frog uh you've got there's got to be more come on hook me up josh
0: i think i think uh mon calamari are kind of the same way <laughs> well that's just mon one calamari
1: thing i mean still <sighs> my point is i mean like,
0: droids with bleeps and bloops
1: I think droids with is, bleeps and bloops that it's my point I is mean, mo- most like,
0: things you, you got Jabba that speaks Hatties. you got the robot Hatties. that speaks in like the like i right. mean there's, there's so, all sorts of things that all sorts of different languages and stuff
1: i know it just feels like too many of them they didn't try like i'm all You're right for, like i said <laughs> i really like i really like the tuscan raiders that they actually um and i Sign read language. that they that there was a sign language um, capable actor on the set who said we need to hire an actual deaf person to be the leader because they'll do sign language way better than me. And they, they so the production did that. So big ups to that guy for doing that. Very cool. I think the phrasing that they used was uh, when we're on productions like this, it's important to look around and notice not who's there, uh, who's not there. So very cool for sure. that guy to do. It's very cool to see Disney allowing some progressive thought even if they're you know don't have the best track record it's cool to hear that that's happening Um,
0: do you think that's disney or do you think that's more dave floney john favreau kind of thing because i feel like those dudes are a little more progressive when it it, comes to that stuff Than it's
1: definitely those guys but my point is that like they're still being funded by disney right so like it's it's good to see that somebody within the company even if it's not like a direct correlation it's good to see them have a little better of a of a headline than like oh yeah we probably made this where they keep slaves um (laughs) which is generally bad press uh so i thought it was cool but like but that's the thing is like I really like that they gave them a language that's, you know, the guttural. It sounds like guttural yelling. It's probably more of a Yellolation thing mixed with sign language. That's cool. Um, other than that, Chewbacca just, you know, he makes does the that group. sound,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: right? So do you it. have that. I can't do it right that's now. fine, <laughs> and it's fine. Like you have that. Like go ahead. But now they're like, also, there's a frog that sounds like a frog. Like, yeah, okay, sure. And then the ant when he's talking is like, clack, 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 clack. So. <laughs> it's very like every everybody sounds how they look in the star wars universe so that's fine i guess it's just yeah and it's probably for relatability and merchandisability and like you know so kids can go oh the ant character sounds like an ant that makes sense and i I don't mean to hate on it too much it's just like there as as um as a fully grown child there are some things about it that kind of ruin my immersion for a moment or two um but I don't expect anything that I consume to ever maintain my immersion 100% so I'm not it's not that big of a criticism honestly <laughs> sure I I mean in my notes it's, it's funny because in
0: my notes I'm like okay the frog creature the captions say speaking frog which Pelly knows how to speak somehow there's always one humanoid in the group she, that, that knows I, how to speak it and well, she does the actual her... grunts and stuff the the actual like squeaks and Frog raises.
1: But she there was the one thing where she was like she asked the frog like, What's the deal? And the frog was like, yeah and she's like she said the following nine paragraphs of exposition (laughs) yeah yeah which was also very star trek And he's like is (laughs) that is that really what she said and he's like she's like i'm I'm paraphrasing (laughs) right so to me i took that to mean like it's possible that she doesn't actually speak frog at all she just knows what the situation is because somebody gave her like a A rundown they were like they're like here's the frog princess enjoy the here's the deal you know these are all the papers thank you have a good one
0: yep and I, and I liked how she's like, yeah, I trust her with my life. And then like <laughs> three minutes later, she's like, I don't know. I just met her. <laughs> I thought was, I thought you trusted her with your life. <laughs> she goes, yeah, I what do. do you want?
1: I'm a terrible judge of character. Uh, I, I thought
0: she said – I'm pretty sure she said I'm a great judge of character.
1: Oh, right, but, right. But, she
0: did. She did. But either way, I mean – But what she
1: meant was,
0: was – <laughs> Yeah, that – that whole thing is just funny to me and and my note there Jesse's point of a third grader coming up with names for things in the universe continues to hold true <laughs> so i and you know speaking of that what the, the he's basically here's his side quest his his next side quest of his main quest right. is to take this frog to trask which i tried to figure out like if there was any sort of uh correlation there between Trask and something else i know that they they referenced another thing in this show i i wish i wrote it down i don't remember what it was but the actual word that they used is a river and they were using it in regards to something watery anyway so i don't i don't it's i couldn't i couldn't figure out how to actually word it together that's why it's not in my notes i don't even know why i'm bringing it up but
1: <laughs> because anyway. you're a professional podcaster is why you're bringing it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had <laughs> one of the things that um when they when they get to the Okay, is that the other side we of were, Tatooine? No, no, no. They're just on a they're on a, no, they, on a random were, planet, right? They're on uh they were in
0: moss Eisley. They were in moss Eisley. Sorry.
1: I mean when they're when they when they're on the ice, is that oh, a different no, that's, that's a, a totally, different planet.
0: You know, yeah, sorry, I, I got sidetracked, but he gets t- side-quested okay. to take this frog to Trask, which then they get sidetracked on this ice planet, which nobody knows what it is. It's not named. I couldn't find a name for it. Well, and the,
1: <laughs> I really like that the rebel cops pull up on him like from the side view, right? Like He's flying, and they're just like, Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish they had sunglasses on like some freaking aviators or something the, and the, like
1: <laughs> the lenses on the on the goggles, right? Yeah. And then one of them just taps the thing and they're like "You mind stepping out of the space vehicle, please sir?" Like, yeah. I they the, the toning of that um scene was really good. Like, I loved just, that. It was very like okay, we're on a dark road, it's Space Texas, he's not sure if he can trust the space police. So that was like, very
0: that was very Peyton Reed and Ant-Man esque to me. Mm, yeah. Like, like watching had, Paul Rudd and his awkward moments in Ant-Man, this was very right. much like an awkward moment for Mando when he gets pulled over, basically.
1: Yeah. Well, and he to me, he was like the thing that I like about the conceit of never showing his face is that you have to impart all of his um, expressions onto his helmet right so for me when he like he looks at both of the things and then doesn't do anything for a minute I was like okay he's contemplating he's not necessarily nervous he's just like okay what's the easiest way to do this okay so let's see i'm going to do this i'm going to do this i'll say that and then okay so then he turns the comms on and he's like hey guys how's it going just yeah. uh just out cruising what's up you know and then he i really like that he did the um you know hey uh, may the force be with you it's very <laughs> yeah. like hail so, hydra um <laughs> it was kind of hard for him but, but to it worked say it for sure right i, but I but could it, see him it,
0: uh i could see him rolling his eyes after every question and stuff that they would right. say to him like
1: but here's the thing is he said it and it worked on them for a second they were like yep i'm with you too but we're not that easy dude so like i yeah. are gonna have to ask you some more questions and but here's like, oh, the thing and is, one more thing <laughs> right. also we suspect that you are running moonshine and you can't do that <laughs> yeah. Here, so yeah um he so here's the funny thing though or not a funny thing but like a cool parallel um he got, he does that thing where he goes, may the force be with you, indicating he knows about, you know, the whole deal, even if he doesn't ascribe to that and, you know, understand it completely. He knows that there's a thing. Right. And then later on, um, when the frog is angry at him and yelling at him through the protocol mantis... Um, she's talking about how, you know, I used to hear about Mandalorians and they were all about honor and they did this and that and the other thing, but I guess it was all myths and children's tales. And I was like, Oh, that was how they thought of the force in the first star Wars movie. They're like, yeah, kid, that's a bunch of myths and fairy tales and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. So I just thought
1: it was interesting that they would equate, they would show you like, Hey, look, there are, there are people that think the force and Jedi is a bunch of fairy tales and myths. There's people that think the Mandalorians Mandalorian. are a bunch of fairy tales and myths. So, you know, Maybe it's all. I mean, obviously, with Star Wars, right? Everything is all about your point of view,
0: a certain point of view. Ha ha ha! Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, I did. Uh, man, I really, really liked, and I'm, I'm glad you didn't say it because I, I was, I was, I'm really excited to to put this in here. But like that whole conversation with the X wings, and and they're like, we're gonna need you to to send us a ping. Which is weird. I've never heard anything in Star Wars talk about a ping, but but he's like, oh, I don't, I don't think I can do that. I don't really have the, I don't, I don't really, I don't. And they're like, yeah, well, you're gonna have to come with us then. And and he's like, oh, nope, here it is. I got it. And he and he hits a button or whatever. And they're like, we didn't get anything. And he's and he just sits there. And like you said, I, I imagine his face where he looks to the right. And he looks to the left, and he goes, ah, this is a boring conversation anyway, and just fucking veers down to the right (laughs) and just speeds away. And then Dave Filoni's character is just like, we got a runner! And that's when you knew. Oh, is that who that was? Yeah, yeah. Dave Dave Filoni plays uh, X-Wing Wolf. X-Wing pilot. Okay,
1: so let's see. In Star Wars, his name is... Like Davi Felas or something right? it's gotta be dav it's, dav Philas. it's wolf
0: it's uh I don't know what what the what his full name is, but it's Captain Wolf, basically, <laughs> <laughs> which I think that has a lot to do with him and,
1: and rebel force wolves that he put in his cartoon. here's the thing, Josh like. I'm not here to pretend that if I was given a Star Trek series that I wouldn't write myself in as like, you know, somebody who's linchpin important, but only for like 14 seconds, like he just did (laughs) in this episode. Like, I'm not going to pretend I wouldn't do that. He was in- I would call myself Captain Wolf Space Force or whatever. He was
0: in uh, season one too. He was in the episode when, uh, with Bill Burr, when they go and like- release the guy out of the prison and then at the very end mandalorian's leaving and the x-wings are flying in and they shoot into the the same hangar.
1: space cops yeah that's at cool, least, I least at least
0: dave filoni, there was three of them there was dave filoni one of the other lady directors and then the uh i can't remember his name um the other x-wing pilot
1: but yeah it was yep, those. Guys. i remember you talking about that Yep. well i you know that that part's cool I mean, I mean see, like I said, if and and this episode was
0: perfect for fondling hardcore fans' balls. Like they did such a good job of like callbacks and references and stuff. You know that that's why this
1: this episode was good. But again, no. Plot. Oh, and well, I guess Greedo wasn't very insect-like. But I was gonna say there was also that parallel of her like um, gambling with an insect, and then yeah, yeah. but he was an alien. Eh, aliens count. I I really like how. Low rent, Doctor Mandible was. He's just like, this is literally a giant ant prop that we have sitting backstage. <laughs> Fuck it, it's a Star Wars alien now. We're
0: gonna, we're gonna paint some stripes on it, and uh, what's his no. name? No, Dr. we're just gonna put. He's gonna put LEDs in the eyeballs. Call yeah, it an alien. You there you go. Yeah, um, one <laughs> thing I, I do want to talk about uh, this: the child is massively addicted to frogs. Like, probably to a a, a bad degree. Like a like a he might need
1: help. Degree. He's also addicted to bad manners. Like,
0: yeah, he's just I, really. Oh, I <laughs> I did love that little scene of him though, putting his face on the on the. Right. So, like, is. had they the had he's they like stopped there? At the
1: eggs. Yeah, had they stopped there, and then the thing where they showed him like said so the eggs started pulling toward the side that he was on right like it if they, they had stopped there i'd have been like Oh, that was funny and cute you know and no, then, like maybe at the going end, he's like oh i popped one but they're like the the next 40 minutes of episode is him being like i know that those are her babies don't care I'm gonna eat them anyway <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. and then when, and the, so and then when the mando stops him when the mando stops him he's like oh, fine i'll go eat someone else's babies like he doesn't <laughs> oh he doesn't God, even i know switch to like where's <laughs> all the dragon meat that we did we keep any of the dragon meat like he's, he's like are there any babies around savage. there's gotta be some babies around here savage. you know like, what this cavern smells like it smells like naked bathing frog and babies so. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! And both and of those just, things, eats, I would imagine, are great for the child, right? Because he eats frogs and he eats frogs, if you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> oh my god! And he like slurps those little frog eggs too. Like it's it's like, a, oh, man, what's, what's that show? A, a bug's life when they would drink water, it'd be like a bottle, a little.
1: Oh, you did they like hold a, like the droplet? And they would. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's like exactly yeah. what he was doing in this. And I pictured him as like kind of hard-boiled and he was like he wasn't um biting them, he's like pushing them past his teeth. Like <laughs> I could see that
0: too. He did have kind of a messy face afterwards, but man, man how and 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 he just how terrible how terrible of a mother was that frog lady? Like, come on. Yeah. You don't you're so like involved with your eggs. These eggs are so important to you and you don't know how many eggs you have. Like you didn't Dude, okay. notice that some of them were missing when you came I just back. I this
1: out. <clears throat> I totally just figured this out. <laughs> what we don't hear her saying when they're talking to Pelly is she comes up and she's like in frog language. Holy shit, Pelly, is that the guy that I'm supposed to ride with? Are you kidding me? Like you know I'm going to meet my husband, right? This guy is way fine. You really want like I'm supposed to ride with this guy the whole way there and not cheat on my husband? Like the eggs are already made. It doesn't even matter. He would never know. Like because that's the only explanation for why that frog walks into the Mandalorian's corvette, looks around, tosses her children casually aside and goes can i see the cockpit cuz the very next scene is him up there getting ready like yeah this is how i drive my spaceship no big deal and she's like oh really but you you don't get any of that it's like wow 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 but she's actually hitting on him hardcore and that's why she's not paying any attention to the kids and she doesn't care if they get eaten cuz she's like you know what I'm going to take him to the spa planet, and when I get there, I'm going to do my sexy naked frog dance. I'll slip into the blue spa pool. He'll come in to save me. I'll be like, oh, no, my babies. He'll come running in to save me. We'll totally hook up in the spa, and then I don't even have to go meet my husband. Babies totally fertilized. Do. Bam. Yeah. Done. Take but then it doesn't attention. work out. You know, like she she kind of gets the hint at some yeah, point. Yeah, well, because he looks at her and goes, I don't understand you. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, I don't speak frog, lady. And she's like, I don't know what he just said, but it made him even hotter. And then nothing happens. So she's like, okay, now I'm getting mixed signals. So she gets oh super God. upset. She hacks the mantis protocol droid. She's like, look, here's the f-ing deal. All right. <laughs> I'm still going to go take a sexy naked frog bath, and you just make sure everything's fine. I'm going to fix the ship, like whatever we're going to do. Okay. That's fine. I don't even care yeah. anymore. The health bar I'm just gonna go, on my and,
0: eggs. Is, it's low, and I need to go you know find some health for them.
1: I'm just going to... I suddenly realized I'm going to make it work with my husband. I don't need this anymore. Like, <laughs> I'm out. So then she very selfishly is like, I'm going to go get naked in a ice cavern. Like, come on. That's not where frogs get naked. I mean, I think. I don't... I guess I don't actually know, but she's naked in this ice cavern, you know, And with the blue pool, which is the second blue fluid in this episode, Star Wars has like a fetish for blue fluids because of Luke Skywalker. So like the ship crashes and it's leaking blue fluid. And then she goes to take a frog bath and it's in blue fluid. Mando shows up and he's like, look, I don't care how naked you are. This is not working on me. Gather up your babies, put them in the baby jar and let's go. And then, you know, again, baby, the child is trying to eat some of the babies up. And he's like, you know what? You gotta stop eating these babies. So, just randomly, (laughs) the child is like, "I wonder if all those things that look like eggs over there, yeah, oh my god,
0: yeah." I'm sorry, (laughs) I was I was thinking so hard about this, like how where you got this story of how this frog lady is hitting on Mando. I just I don't know. I was really really kind of trying to figure that out, but it makes sense. It's The only way that she would be that
1: irresponsible (laughs) is what I'm saying.
0: I you know and that that makes sense because he eats so many of them he eats so many he eats so many of them that he it has burps to be and like burps up some of the frog egg as he's burping and and just looks at Mando like
1: what <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry He's like you know me i eat babies <laughs> That's what I do. I especially like, eat frogs. If I could eat
0: her, I would. Okay? But I'm going to have to eat her babies instead.
1: Even though the child himself is sort of frog like in appearance, just to point in out. In a
0: way. But yeah, yeah. yeah I, but no, you're
1: right. And then and then,
0: you know, they they end up in this spa cuz like you said they crashed. There's a big space chase between the X-wings, which was a lot of fun. I think the evasive maneuvers were used very well in that Uh, they crash into a cavern. Somehow the X-Wings lose them. I don't know how that happened, but anyway. Oh, uh, uh, I I, I digress. Yeah, so (laughs) anyway, they crash. When they go to move the ship, the ship falls into a cavern, like, just conveniently enough, and the ship is wrecked. I really didn't think the ship, spoilers, the ship moves again, but I really didn't think it was going to, like, be able to it's but move it's like without another quill fixing the the ship montage for 10 minutes like i
1: yeah so to me it was then like again,
0: we don't know the extent of the damage cuz we we saw it flying off with like smoke and right. shit so. but they
1: had they just had to do like this it's like they got uh you know i don't know let's say Two fifths of the way through the episode, and they were like, "Do you think we could fit most of the plot of The Empire Strikes Back into this episode? Do it, go." He's on the ice planet. He's in a cavern. There's a monster. Uh, his ship is hurting. It and needs you know, to be fixed. Like
0: <laughs> I thought at first, like like when he when he went into predator mode because because he's fixing the ship, and then Yoda, or, sorry, the child lets him know that Frog Lady has disappeared, and when Mando goes into predator mode,
1: and you see like the. Uh the footprints. Those those <laughs> are presented in the exact filter that they use to do that in <laughs> the Witcher. Just oh, again, really? that's another parallel. Okay. Yeah, like when that's you funny. use your Witcher senses, it looks exactly like that.
0: That's funny. I yeah. see I haven't seen Witcher. So Oh I have you to look and you haven't this. played
1: it either, right? I played a l no, I haven't. No. Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's I'll a turn. that needs to, need be to be a series. We need to force you to play that. Alright, alright.
0: Um, so anyway, he, I thought that the footprints were just going to disappear and you were going to find a Wampa eating wampa. frog wrote, lady.
1: Um, I don't know if you can, I'm not going to hold it up to the camera, but in my notes for this episode, I wrote Wampa in three, two, yeah, and, and, then, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and then it was good, just her taking a bath. Yeah. Good subversion of expectations. Um, which yes. apparently is okay if anybody other than Ryan Johnson does it um well yeah, that was and like, they
0: they did it in such a good way too because we'll get we'll get to why in a minute but those right the creatures still, in this they, episode are very right. very um they
1: double undercut yes yes very much but so. they had they had this that scene for me was suddenly very uncomfortable like
0: when she's in the like, oh, the hot tub
1: okay. <laughs> yeah because you're like oh, okay frogs like water and then and then you're like wait the she's, like, naked. she's naked naked yeah, like
0: what? I don't want to see this,
1: and it, and like it's weird. Like, and she—I don't, I didn't. It's
0: like she—it was like she was naked in the tub with her rubber duckies.
1: But it's like I don't know her, and and I don't feel like I earned this, and like it made me suddenly be like, oh my god, is that like a problem with regular TV shows with human characters? Like now I feel kind of weird. But right. anyways, um, it was it was still an interesting you know story beat and everything but it was, it was i think it was just a, it was
0: it was kind of cool to see a hot spring in the middle of an ice cavern yeah. i thought that was yeah. interesting that that the frog like sensed it she, you know she was like oh my god there's ice I there's some hot water somewhere and I one know thing
1: it. one thing on the frog she feels like she was made by like J- straight out of Jim Henson's workshop, like maybe she was oh. made by the people that did. Um, I'm pretty Elise sure she was Dark in Crystal series. I was gonna say I'm pretty sure that puppet like, was
0: in the Dark Crystal at some point.
1: Because man, that frog's face is like tragically emotive and expressive. Like when she they start running away and she's got that look of terror on her face. You're like, yeah. <laughs> please do not kill the frog. Oh my god! Like if, if well, was... and I couldn't help. I was surprised laugh. how much. I just surprised was how much I cared about the frog. And yeah, the yeah, jumping by the end of all it. four feet was dumb, though. But that,
0: no, I'm not that. But when they're when the evasive maneuvers are happening and they drop, and she's just screaming,
1: "Oh yeah, I, she goes I, frog!" <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know what it is about that, but I could not help but laugh both both times I watched it. I just I was like, "Oh
1: my god, this is hilarious!" But I think it fits that scene in particular because you picture that again under his helmet, which is just you know expressionless you picture that Stoke. mando would be expressionless during that anyway he'd be like yeah <laughs> and kick the engines on all right yeah like he'd be super <laughs> casual anyway so right. i thought good. it was a good scene it was a good scene <laughs> yeah. the um this the creatures that they used instead of the wampa where where did you land on the, the okay the so spiders
0: i uh, i really liked the first i i just want to talk about um Yoda oh God, I do I keep doing this, but the child uh getting scolded again for trying to eat the eggs. Got the he's he's a savage. He wants frogs and nothing but frogs, and he will eat them in front of their own mother if he needs to.
1: But And she's like just to reiterate, okay, these eggs are like the last of her species yeah. and they're <laughs> on their way to be well, fertilized no, by it's like just, her it's, life mate
0: it's just the last of her of her family cycle. of her family her, her line like she can't lay any more eggs physically this is her he, last she said batch these, of
1: eggs right she said these are the last of her line her line yes yeah. so, so if uh, they so if they die her family line is extinct presumably yeah. right yeah. so so
0: but, child's just eating her family lineage <laughs> piece by piece and anyway he gets scolded and this is when he's like Okay, whatever. What else is there to eat around here? Dude is a savage. Straight savage. Wait,
1: wait, wait. Really quickly. Was it sort of implied that maybe the child also doesn't speak frog? So he may not have been knowingly committing infanticide repeatedly?
0: I don't think that matters because Mando had scolded him repeatedly. Oh, oh, okay. I was just saying, I was like, (laughs) uh, yes, that makes sense. (laughs) Because obviously Mando didn't say anything. That's the other thing. Like,. How many eggs are you gonna let him eat before you're like, ah, listen? Right. How um, many eggs is too many? Isn't one too many? <laughs> That's like, yeah. He he never said a word, and she never said a word, and there was like, isn't
1: there? Yeah, <laughs> she <laughs> I, noticed. She like she tapped the. She's like, my uh, surviving baby meter is a little <laughs> low. I don't ever I want that, that was, to be low.
0: I thought that was the temperature. I thought that that was the temperature inside uh, the. Uh, water thing and that she needed that's to why find... why she went to the hot springs. Exactly. To fill it up with hotter water so then the eggs could stay warm in there. Because you have to keep them warm, right?
1: I totally miss that, dude. That's a that's a great catch because I just didn't even... And you're right because when she tapped it, it was blue. Indicating yeah. Indicating cold. And but that I was like... blue was low number. Okay. And
0: that's like her... And she left so quick because she had to find warm water and she ended up finding that hot
1: spring and blah, blah, blah. But although if her feet are so hot that they leave like fluorescent glowing footprints on the infrared, like could she just stand on the casing and the- also <laughs> well, is there if no source cold enough source of fire too. in the on the Mando's ship? <laughs> like, uh, I mean, not after it got
0: fucking wrecked like the way it did. Well, I
1: mean, well, I mean okay. Like spoiler alert. The, but the Mando <laughs> is a fire source himself. Yeah. So like, yeah. Why? W- why when she tapped that? Didn't he go? Oh yeah, we could warm it up. She was. He was just like, ah, does uh, that could mean anything, lady? Fucking deal with it. <laughs> it <on> your <laughs> Which was kind of funny too,
0: because he's oh, I like, I guess he did do that. Now that it's I think exactly it. what he did, because he, <laughs> he was like, I don't know what you're saying. Uh, I'm gonna go to sleep, and then that's when she screams at him through. The droid, Zero is the name of the droid. And that's actually who uh, the guy from IT Crowd plays, Richard day Right.
1: So um, here's the thing. I remember in the last episode, I was saying, why doesn't Mando just say, F this, I'm out and do the stuff? And you were like, well, it's because it's meant to reiterate that he has his own code of honor that he has stacked on top of this other code that the Mandalorians use, which I think is very Klingon and respectable. Um, but he. It was like this was our reminder that he had that right because it was like he did go you know what screw this I don't want to deal with any of that and this the correct thing happened which was somebody went okay but here's you know all the stuff I know about you being honorable and he was like fine I'll be honorable you know so it was like right so it was like they but directly addressing the question that I had from the last episode, and I guess I didn't even realize it until we talked about it. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: good. I'm glad, I'm glad we could figure that out together. Um, <laughs> yeah. He uh, back back to the the hot springs. Um, Yoda tries to eat the eggs, gets scolded, decides to go eat anything else. So he's walking away, and he finds these. You know, I, I watched this with Evan, and he called it first. I didn't. I can't even believe I didn't see it. But he was like, "Oh my god, those are all, face those are all eggs." And then, face and then you, Yeah, and then you see, oh my god, and that's what I was gonna say is like you see the child open the yep. the egg, and it opens just like a freaking alien. Yep. You, you thought Sigourney Weaver's gonna pop up somewhere and you don't know, get away? You <laughs> bitch! Like, <laughs>
1: the, and that's the other thing. It's like I'm not worried about when. Baby gets thrown off of a speeder and rolls fifty feet. You know why? Because he straight up opens unknown eggs, reaches his paw in there, pulls that out, and just mows it. Like oh he my has god! His I immune system and his say. resilience are like a ten. So How? I'm not worried about him falling off a speeder, dude. How like, can
0: he just eat anything? He's like, oh, this looks good. Oh, it opened. Oh, what's what's in here? And just like, and he doesn't just eat the spider that's in there either. The the it's it's a krickna is what it's called, uh, the, but we'll call him spider. So he just he eats it and then continues to slurp the juices out yeah. of it <laughs> Like they're best when they're fresh.
1: He is a goddamn savage, and I love. And the mom their... the mom spider wakes up and she's like, "Are you eating my babies?" And he like, <laughs> <Yeah>. what
0: <laughs> like yeah, and, <laughs> and that's that's another thing. He eats one of those spiders, and Mama Bear <laughs> wakes up and freaks out. And he's just eating like dozens of these frog ladies' eggs, and she doesn't sp- notice. Yes, sp-
1: You're right, uh, Mrs. Spider way better parent than Mrs. Frog. Like, just like hand- hands down. I, I, I
0: she, she came to the rescue like immediately. But yeah, yeah, and. So these spiders, like I said, they're they're called Cricnus, and they're really cool. Um, they were first created by Ralph McQuarrie for oh, Empire cool. for Empire Strikes Back. Um, so originally, Luke Skywalker was supposed to run into one of these giant creatures on Dagobah, and it it ended up just not making the cut. They didn't. They had like creatures for it and stuff back in the day. They had made things for it, but it just ended up not getting into the movie. Um, Here's
1: a question or thought, or maybe this is totally unrelated and not apropos of anything, Okay, but if you look at them, had they been in Empire, it would have been an interesting visual difference to portray between the Empire and the Rebellion because the Empire has walkers that are mechanical and they move on very long, spindly legs. And then if, you know, for some reason Luke was training with this much more organic, multi-legged, but still lumbering style beast. It would be an interesting uh, visual comparison uh, to, but still have them different. And I wonder if there was a similarity thing where they're like, we already have giant walking robots, dude. Do we really need giant walking aliens? But That, that you know, could be. That would that would make
0: sense. I, I think that the fact that it was a giant spider with like a bunch of eyes and all the teeth and stuff, I mean, it, it was definitely a better... To be introduced now than it was back then, because this it was a lot yeah. more terrifying in this than I think it would have been in Empire Strikes Back. I mean, depending on looked, how they did it.
1: No, it would have looked
0: awful in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, it would. You know, it,
1: do you remember it uh, looked like the Moon remember, Worm, like
0: yeah, or like uh, do you remember Clash of Clash of Titans, Clash of the Titans? Like oh, the, the old, old one, 70s yeah, yeah, seventies version. You could tell,
1: could like, tell things are puppets.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you see the black lines around. I like it would have probably been something like that, but. Anyway, their first actual appearance um, came in Rebels. So Dave Filoni brought them in to Rebels. And in that, um, I can't remember what planet they were on, like, specifically, but on that episode, they couldn't actually kill the Kricknas with blasters unless they shot them directly in the eyes. Okay, And so... I just kind of wonder why these particular ones weren't immune to blaster flat fire because I mean Mando just shot him up like crazy.
1: I just okay, like, here's a question I have and this is probably actually what am I talking about? These you, this is Star Wars nerds, of course this is answerable. So <laughs> is his blaster pistol firing just energy bolts cuz to me it sounds like it's some kind of like very short range railgun cuz the sound it makes is very like chunk chunk like Something is hitting. Probably, I think it's to
0: look like a laser. I think it's more of a. I think it's more of a Han Solo pistol, where it's just kind of maybe, or or maybe more like a a smaller Chewy Bowcaster, where it's got really big slug rounds. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like to, and it's just there's
1: there's an actual physical projectile that's just being launched at a very high speed.
0: And maybe you're right. Maybe that's why, but. The Rebels, or sorry, the New Republic dudes that saved Mando were using regular blasters. Just regular... But, I,
1: but here's the thing. Because of where that um, toothy butthole was placed on the Mando's like windshield, You're right. right? He's like, You're right. The eyes were it. right there. The eyes would be very exposed, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that could be I part guess of what it was. I guess I just didn't really
0: no he did fry them with his flamethrower it took him a minute to use his flamethrower as they're running through these caverns like they're being bottlenecked to you and you're not going to use the flamethrower immediately i mean yeah
1: okay but like i don't understand that is it just me or when that frog princess picked up the pistol and was you know defending the child with it you could see like scared mom on her face like Oh, what I can't believe I, know, I just like... did that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a very expressive puppet. I was impressed by the puppet. Yeah,
0: and again, d- the child in distress, like
1: that spider again, on his head. Dis- he's never he's Dude. never in distress. He just he just reached in and ate one of those. Why is he suddenly afraid of them? Like, because it, he's like, oh it no, was it's bigger on my than he head. was. Head. Cause, the cause one it on it was... his head wasn't that big. He could just grab it, squish it, and eat it. Like... <laughs> I, I don't know maybe it's it's just
0: when when he's crying and, and scared that it that it makes me and when he's rolling through the desert making little baby noises
1: do you th- just think
0: kinda,
1: <laughs> I don't know yeah, when he's like trying to get his attention he's like squeak squeaky squeaky <laughs> <Yeah>. squeaky squeaky <laughs> um do yeah. you squeak, think squeak that it. the amount of control and oomph with which the child is able to use the force is directly proportional to the number of other people's children he has murdered in the last, you know, week or whatever.
0: (laughs) I, you know, I don't, I don't know.
1: I I mean, it literally has to be, right? Because that's how food and energy work. (laughs) Like, I was, I mean, that, that boy can eat, that boy can eat. He can eat people's kids. Like he's doesn't (laughs) just, he does not care.
0: I wonder if they're going to dive into that a little bit more. About how he like, like maybe his maybe his race or their creatures are just savages. Like maybe Yoda is one of the kind, where he learned you know should, how to speak and should. stuff. Like like he's oh, like Yoda's right right like Yoda's the meowth of of that <laughs> species, the one That's a creature. High bar,
1: Josh. <laughs> no, I mean like uh, what. A <laughs> What they should do is go to a planet uh filled with porgs, and that'll be like ironically the one thing that the child refuses to eat. He's like
0: I Nah, I'm good.
1: I don't dig on that. I'm I'm too um, there's too many
0: feathers on those little penguin
1: things. So So is Yoda's species, you think, an apex predator? Like they just eat whatever they f- feel like? Or Probably Like is everything on their home planet very small?
0: <laughs> I mean a part of me thinks that Oh, here's Trev. A part of me thinks that uh, Yoda went to Dagobah not just because it was surrounded by the dark side, but because it had a ton of frog and lizard-like creatures that he could just constantly eat. Yeah. So, I mean, especially now watching Mandalorian and seeing what like, they eat and how they in, eat them. I mean, Jedi Luke is, under Luke is lucky he got cooked a meal. you <laughs> kidding me? I, I bet... I bet that was so hard for you. I, Yoda probably had to Google how to cook a fucking soup. They'll show you
1: the scene where Luke shows up and he's like, Master Yoda, I'd love to learn from you. And Master Yoda's like, do you want to eat raw frog eggs first? <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> yeah. That's I how some. I start my day. And I got my some. days have been filled with nothing but forceful goodness. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just... it's 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 <laughs> one of those things you know like it's an interesting <laughs> choice like they they give you the cutest character they've ever created for star wars and just and they're make like, him th- evil they're like let's see right at what can <laughs> how much can he get away with because he's super cute yeah so Which add to I, that list killing children can get away <laughs> yeah with that because he's yeah
0: he's he's almost as evil as anakin skywalker at this point <laughs> so
1: oh man I yeah so it would have been funny if we found out that at the end of the jedi when yoda dies he wasn't actually like old and decrepit under his robe he's like 300 yoda pound equivalent from eating all the <laughs> frog eggs and he actually died of obesity. like i think that would have been the way for the like in the extended universe right like dude did you never see yoda's death report that dude's Arteries were so clogged, with <laughs> baby frog, that like we're lucky he could even teach you to lift that X wing out of the swamp. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I. I mean, I, I wouldn't doubt it. That. That's. You're, you're, you're right. Playing.
1: He spends. He spends way too much time using a gun on individual spiders when he's just holding a flamethrower in his hand that he just whoosh. Like, yeah. He, I mean,
0: I. I don't know that 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 whole thing just again screamed who's gonna save the day and they did it twice like they they did it with the frog lady how she shot the spider and i was like oh my god who who did that and you're like it couldn't possibly be the oh it was frog lady okay cool all right well there's the giant like dick with teeth
1: on the window kind (laughs) of looked like well it's a it's a butthole at the end of a dick supported by spider legs <laughs> with teeth in it <laughs> with lots of teeth
0: yeah and and that's on the window and and you're like oh my god you know and then blaster fire and you're like oh who's saving the day but you know as i'm watching that and and listening to Dune, did you okay see
1: i thought it would be her with like just a, a gun that she had torn off of a ship and was just holding like that'd be tight that's what I assumed it would be. I was kind of hoping it would be that, too. but And, I, you know, I liked it.
0: it's the more I look because I was when the, when the blaster fire started happening, I was like, oh, my God, who is this? What's happening? Who is this? And then you keep listening to the fire, the blasters. Yeah, and like it's, it's totally a ship. It's X-Wings. Definitely, wah, wah, right. You're wah, like, wah, wah, Right. Like that noise yep. that the X-Wing makes. And that's exactly what it was. <laughs> and then. And then it gradually turned to regular blaster fire, as if they got out of their cockpit and
1: started shooting their actual guns. So, X-wing weapons are powered by like plasma ducks, like quack quack <laughs> quack 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 quack, <laughs> quack, <laughs> quack quack quack.
0: Yep, yep. So, even though I, I kind of wished it was someone like a, a cool character, it was definitely predictable watching it the second time. Being like, well, of course they found him. Duh. Josh.
1: Come on. It was predictable watching it the first time. That didn't make it bad. It was just no. like, no. I mean, the whole. It was everything was telegraphed, right? Five, ten minutes right. ahead of time. Everything is telegraphed in this episode. Right. And it's that's very not, true. like I said, that's not necessarily a failing. Um, I think it was probably intended as a palate cleanser from the last episode. Like, yeah, a little last less. Episode, you know. Yeah, they're like, get into it. Here's a bunch of fan service just so you remember, here's the mission, you know, here's a yeah. bunch of danger, here's a lot of cool set pieces. And this one, they were like, okay, you got all that stuff. But at its heart, this story is about one guy, one child murdering psychopath, and one frog lady. And that's what we need <laughs> to get back to. So, so that's what they get back to in this episode. Yep.
0: <laughs> child murdering psychopath. I just, never thought that we would refer to the child as a child murdering psychopath.
1: But I, I like well, it. He, he isn't not that so no
0: you you're absolutely right um a part of me thinks that uh, because of those x-wing pilots I loved how they let him go too I love the right. you know he comes out and he's staring at him and and they tell him that he's got a warrant and all this shit and the, and he's like and they're like but you also saved this person and got these bounties yep. and blah 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 yep. and he's like well how about I just forego those bounties and you help me with my ship and they're like Nah, man, fix your uh, <laughs> fix your transponder, and uh, how about we
1: just how about we just don't take you
0: to jail. Yeah, call it even. <laughs> right, we're just not gonna kill you, but fix your transponder, so, and good luck getting out.
1: Again, like, second episode in a row, Josh. Sort of a Star Trek thing, but definitely a political thing. Right, first episode yeah. you have here's two different cultures. Got to make them work together to achieve achieve a common goal. This one was a little more on the nose and ham-fisted with some police officers are good guys. Yep. Um, but it was, I think beyond that, it was more of a, let's show you the difference between the letter of the law and the spirit of the law, yeah. which is a little bit high concept, I think, for Star Wars, especially in a serial you know, TV show that's only 40 minutes and only has eight episodes. I applaud them for giving us i mean they spent what two minutes on those characters four minutes on those characters or something right but they still told an effective story and they still got an effective message across without being i felt without being overly preachy i'm sure there are people that disagree with that but i didn't feel like they were too in your face about it um right. so did they I, do you know if the
0: pilots saw the child
1: uh, i can't I remember like if he did. was outside i feel of like the they saw him Okay. I feel like they saw him because when he goes out I think the child is there too and they cuz he's just like what who the Oh no 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 he doesn't bring the child with him cuz he doesn't know if it's safe to go out. He goes out with his blaster like yeah. ready to go. But I think they may have seen the child um the first time. I'm just trying to think if
0: they saw him or not because I think that they those two pilots and this is what I mean by this episode might have a little bit more implications than it leads on, because I think that these pilots might lead a new character like Ahsoka, or possibly even I've heard rumors that Sebastian Stan is playing Luke Skywalker in this as a surprise cameo, like that.
1: That would be bananas.
0: That it's very very I don't even know where I read that rumor, and it's probably completely false. But I mean, if that's if that's a thing, like if these pilots are you know at some sort of on a rebel ship and having lunch and chatting and you know people overhear what they're talking about and Luke hears about it and decides to go hunting for him and like sends Ahsoka and blah 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 like these pilots if they were to see anything could have a little bit more uh story moving forward um not one of
1: them say something that sounded like it could have applied to the child they were like you're wanted for this this and this oh yeah and and, and we and know that you were you took on this asset, career mission asset blah 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 yeah asset, which I ex, believe asset x15 or whatever
0: which I believe is the child so right so they know that um he has him so there you go so, maybe
1: maybe that's another thing
0: of like maybe the rebellion knows that he has the asset and you know, so do you think that's why they is watching they and making sure that
1: they take that he takes care of him? So do you think that's why they slid into their DMs when they were talking to him in space? They were like, "Hey, hey, meet me over ta-da. in uh, chat room two real quick." Yeah. Hey, flip on Discord. I don't want this Joker to yeah. hear what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I I, so, and have then a, like, I have
0: a feeling they had a little bit more conversation than just "this guy's wanted."
1: Well, and they could have been talking to like Rebel headquarters or something, Somebody else. right? Exactly. Yeah, so they could have been like, "Hey, we've got the guy that has the thing, and we know he's been doing a good job so far. But should we just take it, or should we help him? Like, what should we do?" And they were like, "Uh, play it by ear. Yeah, whatever you want. Or, or <laughs> maybe I mean, and I still, I still think
0: that Ahsoka is going to be part of the New Republic in some. She has to be right way, shape, or
1: form. Like, I mean, even if Rebels, the New Republic it's... doesn't know that she's part of it, she would have to be part of it, right?
0: Yeah, and in Rebels, she she kind of." detached herself from the rebellion, but by the end of it was totally part of it. And so Mm. I think, oh man, that'd that'd be cool. What I'm getting at is if the, if the X-wing pilots had called her to be like, we found him, what should we do? And she
1: she was like, whatever you do, don't shoot him down. And they were like, shoot him down. Got it. She's like, no, 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 click. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I I mean I I still so could you to coming at some point. So I'm just trying to I Sheriff I want to find out
1: how <laughs> Sheriff Tano. But because yeah, they you know, they would be deputies and they would call Sheriff Tano, we think we got the guy with the <laughs> amber alert. The kid is in the I could see the kid in the window right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I still liked this episode. It was a lot of fun. The whole the whole way through. I loved seeing those Uh, is coming into this coming into live action. Um, They were creepy enough as it is in Rebels.
1: I didn't think they were creepy. Um, Here's the thing. I really hate spiders so I was expecting to be very creeped out and my wife Happened to be walking past right when that scene was happening, and I was like, Oh, honey, this is gonna be gross. There's gonna be, there's gonna be, uh, there's gonna be, yeah, spiders. And And then then, you see the little thing dangling, and you're like, Oh, two minutes later, he reaches in and he opens the thing, and she's like, Oh, how did you know it'd be spiders? And I'm like, Because there's a million eggs, and it's kind of obvious, and that it it has to be spiders, you know? Yeah, um, but but I still wasn't creeped out, and she wasn't either and I said why do you think that is and she's like it's because they don't look like spiders they just look like aliens and they're kind of obviously fake I guess like I think for me it would have been more effective if the legs were more spindly and like the stride was a little bit longer and more lithe um but and you could see the computer graphics still, in this, too. Re, yeah, but there's still cool them. aliens. And I do yeah. remember mentioning last week that Star Wars sometimes fails to give cool aliens because they're so obsessed with giving humanoid aliens. So right. I appreciate that we get two new cool monster aliens. I mean, you know, new for a casual fan over the course right. of two weeks. is a pretty good pace, so I, I thought yeah. it was cool. I well, also really like the episode. I probably yeah, wouldn't you, give it a... You said you gave it a seven or a seven and a half. probably seven. give it a six and a half. Yeah, okay. Six or six and a half, personally. But it did it did cross
0: my mind. But the uh, Kricknas, you know, and the comedy in this episode, and just it it just it was still good, and it still deserved a seven. It wasn't a nine like last week's, but
1: it was good. It 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 wasn't. um, I guess for me, I'm saying it's not any worse than an average episode of something I enjoy, right? Sure. Like it's, it's six and a half, pretty. The all right episode of something <laughs> right not bad not amazing totally good
0: it does make me hungry for next week's episode though um because yeah, i i, I really really want to see I, I just want i want to see where the story's gonna go and th- that's why they make an episode like this because they know how hungry you are for ahsoka for boba fett yep. for plot points for for the Darksaber, for all of that stuff. They know how much we want it. And so to answer that question earlier of, like, why did they make this episode? That's why. It's a troll. <laughs> they were yeah. like, ah, here you go. You know, and we're like not going to give you anything now, but we're going to give you this pretty cool episode.
1: <laughs> well, and as a, as a, as a Star Trek fan, I can't sit here and say, You know, every episode has to be great or they all have to matter because obviously they don't. But like, it just, it struck me as weird because the season is so short, but I am the kind of person that appreciates those slow character building episodes and those, you know, bottle moments where it's just one character figuring out a problem. I do enjoy those episodes. It was just strange to see it in such a limited number of episodes. Yeah. I, I thought.
0: And I think with that, we'll see a lot more action in the story as the season progresses um i think last last season episode three was really the one that started going because you know you meet the child in the first one you're like oh "Oh, how cute and then in the second episode you he uses the force to stop the mudhorn and you're like holy shit what just happened and then you know the third episode what was that that
1: animal called the mudhorn
0: you're welcome (laughs) <laughs> but then you know the third episode was kind of that filler episode um yeah where he no no i'm sorry i'm sorry he the third episode was where he goes and takes the child back to the empire and then
1: busts him out right they and then that's right when they, him, they shit goes crazy they tie up a story and then they start a brand new one in yep. the same episode.
0: Yeah. Yep. So I think unlike Netflix where they do it usually in episode four of their series, I think they do it in three of these ones. So I, I really have a feeling that this next episode is going to bring out a lot more plot points and details and things like that. Hope. I
1: fingers mean, fingers crossed. <laughs> you'd, you'd think it would have to. They're running low on episodes, man. Yeah.
0: So anyway, like, seven out of 10 for me, six out of 10 for Jesse. Um, all in all, Not I'm bad. still... Still pleased. And not I'm not a bad episode at all. Yeah. It might be one that I skip when I rewatch the season. I rewatch, yeah. But Definitely. Still. Still a good time. So any oh, anything oh, else know, that... Oh
1: man. That frog princess. Oh my God.
0: Anything else you wanted to say There's, about this week's episode?
1: Like I said, dude, had this been a Star Trek episode, that frog princess would have been fine and you would have really enjoyed that whole sauna scene. But I digress. Yeah. Um, for me, honestly, don't think there's too much else to say um, on this episode. I did really like that the um, uh, Razor Crest craft got its own flyaway moment at the end, and it was looking a little raggedy. Kind of felt Millennium Falcony you know, for a casual fan, like, oh yeah, beat up piece of space junk and it's just, you know, on its last legs. It was was cool to give it its own moment because also coming from Star Trek, there's nothing that I like more than, you know, fly-by shots of a ship. That's just something that I love and I'll never get over it. So they did a great job. I'm really enjoying The Mandalorian. I have a lot of faith in Jon Favreau to pull this off. He's doing a good job. And, you know, learning um, that... uh Filoni has so much to do with it I think I'm starting to have faith in Filoni too does that mean I'm going to start watching Star Wars cartoons probably not but it does mean that I am willing to put some respect on that name now that I know who it is excellent
0: those are some good final words I think on the show Um we'll be doing this again next Friday after episode 3 so you know come join us for more Mandalorian next week I every think. week yeah well every
1: week. Every, oh actually I was going to ask you about that are there any uh, two week breaks three week breaks this season like there was in the first season
0: no it's just going straight in straight okay, into good. December 18th cool. so
1: sweet yep. I can watch Star Trek on Thursday nights and Mandalorian on Friday nights that's not too there bad you go. Huh? there you
0: go I want to thank everyone for watching and everyone for listening if you're listening on our Spotify or SoundCloud or iTunes. Um, we really appreciate all of you guys. Um we we continue to make shows every week because we love to do it because it's fun and we do it for you. So please keep keep coming back, like us, subscribe to us, uh share with your friends. Um and yeah, we'll uh we'll be back to chat with you about some Mandalorian next week. Uh next TMA episode we're going to have Marissa Allen Talking about her book, Born Royal, here soon. And Scooter's Fresh Creations coming up here in a couple days. So, got a lot of things happening still. And if you would like to be a part of the show, you can email us at twistmonarmonpodcast at gmail.com or just visit our website, twistmonarmonpodcast.com, and send us a message there. So, once again, thank you guys all for joining us. My name is Josh.
1: My name is Jesse. Live long and prosper and try to be cool to each other.
0: May the force be with you. We'll talk to you next week.